Hey girl, and welcome to the Love Unleashed podcast with your host, me, Nikki Syme. I am a love and relationship coach, and I am on a mission to empower women just like you in love, to ensure that you get to experience the most incredible loving relationship that you desire and deserve with week I am going to be opening up conversations around topics such as love, men, sex, relationships and dating and I will be going all in for you. There will be no stone left unturned girl so if you are ready to dive in let's get started. Hey, gorgeous women, and welcome back to the Love Unleashed podcast with your host, me, Nikki Syme. I'm leading love and relationship coach, and as you know, I'm all about empowering women in love. That is why I've created the incredible Soulmate Attraction Program and why I'm deeply committed to bringing you incredible people in the healing space, in the love space that are doing amazing work to expose you to as many modalities as possible to support you on your journey, your healing journey and your journey to finding love. So today I am joined by the absolutely divine Al Louise McBride. Now Al is one of the um, support coaches in the Soulmate Attraction program and she is just pure magic. She's one of those people that when you are in her energy, all you want to do is hug her. She's got that beautiful nurturing energy and she's absolutely gorgeous. So I'm so excited to be bringing her onto the podcast for Love Chats today. So welcome Al. Thank you so much. What a beautiful introduction. You're welcome. It's so lovely to have you here. I've been looking forward to our little conversation. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So I would love for you to start with like, you know, we're going to flow with this a bit, but I'd love for you to start with um, telling us a little bit about you and what it is that you actually do and create in this world. Yeah, beautiful. So myself, my name's Elle and um, it's, it's always a funny question when people say, who are you? Tell me who you are, because mm-hmm. I feel that every day I'm, you know, always evolving. And so that question is, is forever changing. Um, I used to be really like stuck on being like, you know, I know who I am. Um, but, but really like there's days that I'm like, wow, like I really surprised myself <laughs> with, with who, who I am and it's a constant change. So, um, Ultimately, and in a, in a bit of a nutshell, um, who I am today um, is somebody that, that really cares about the happiness of humanity. Mm. I believe that the, the biggest thing affecting the happiness in humanity is that we've forgotten that we're all enough. Um, and the, the therapy that I am one of Australia's first in is um, a technique called havening techniques. And ultimately that's a psychosensory therapy. So using touch to transform and really reconnect the mind, body, soul connection that we have. And, you know, I know that every baby is born into this planet as, you know, just its belief system is that it's enough. Mm. A baby knows how incredibly lovable it is. And, you know, things just happen throughout our life that, that make us forget that. And with Havening and the work that I do, it's about bringing people back to that innate belief system about themselves that they're enough. And it's really in like, Havening itself is depotentiating their the reaction and the, the physical and mental responses to encoded memory. So whether or not that's trauma or unpleasant memory, it really is just taking them back to that, that belief system and truly embodying who they are. Mm, beautiful. And how did you um, come across Havening Techniques? Because you said like you're one of the first in the world, is it, trained? Yeah. So how did yes. you find this amazing modality? Yeah. Well, I, it found me. It, yeah. it truly did. <laughs> um, I had been, uh, I'd traveled a lot. I'd climbed the corporate ladder. I'd done a lot with my life by the, the, the age of 26. But by the age of 26, I'd also found myself down a deep, dark rabbit hole, um, you know, with using alcohol um, and just not taking full responsibility and care of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, the 
the way that I felt about myself, you know, was really shown in my relationships. Um, you know, I found myself in relationships with people that, you know, just had no care for themselves, let alone myself. And when I reflect back, uh, if I truly reflect back the state that I was living in, if I had have gone and seen medical profession, uh, like professionals, I would have been diagnosed with PTSD. Um, you know, and it's something that like is still sort of, I don't really like to talk about it because I'm no longer there. Um, but I know that in this work and these conversations, they really need to be had. Um, but I really am about like living in the present moment. And so even to reflect back and because of the work that I do, it really cuts that cord, like permanently um, cuts it. So I don't actually kind of remember because when I reflect back on my past and the things that had happened, it's, it's almost like it was written in a book. There's no emotional attachment for me. Uh, and I have many of my clients say it's, you know, when they reflecting back when we've healed a trauma, they say it's, it's like I read it in a book or watched it on a movie or, you know, it's just no longer me. I'm no longer the main character in, in this story that I was telling for so long. And so, yeah, even for myself, you know, I, I found it about three and a half years ago. And again, a professional would have diagnosed me with PTSD and I just, I didn't see a way out. Um, and so I'd found myself, yeah, up here on the Gold Coast visiting. And I met a woman in a cafe named Karen Hedges. And there was something about this woman that I just went, there was such a, re a remembrance of true self mm. uh, within her. And I, she just said, I, I'm, do, I'm studying this, this therapy. I'm doing case studies at the moment. Are you interested in, in taking part? And I just, it didn't matter what she was on. Um, you know, I was like, as long as it's not crack, like, like give me some, um, whatever it is that you're on. And from that day, every, every single aspect of my life had changed. Um, yeah, three weeks later, I'd, I'd gone back to where I was living. I completely packed up and moved back to the Gold Coast and, um, three weeks after that. So within six weeks, I was, yeah, one of Australia's first training trained in the therapist uh in the therapy in the first 12 and then um went on to be one of the first 13 trained and qualified that's incredible and i love how like the synchronicity of it all like you said it found you so you know happened to start speaking to that woman in the cafe of all places but then yeah exposed you to this incredible technique that's mm -hmm. changed your life right and I always had the ability to hold space for people I was a, a regional manager for a clothing company I had a team of 120 women at one stage I really knew like personal development was a really big um like piece of my journey from like the tender age of like 14 mm -hmm. and but but it wasn't until I found havening that I went now I've got a tool I actually have something that's backed by science that, you know, we've used MRI scans to prove, you know, what's going on in, inside the brain when we use this, this technique. And so it was really, you know, I, I had it all along anyway, but now I've just got something that permanently works and yeah. rapidly. And I found it like interesting what you say about how, you know, you could have gone to the medical professions or the, the Western medicine type route but you would have been labelled with a disease and then probably put on some kind of drug or something to try and numb. And this is where I get quite frustrated with the Western med medical world is that it's like they're so quick to label and so quick to this almost um, suppress the actual problem, like ignore the actual problem and just kind of cover it with the drugs or the whatever to more like ignoring it as opposed to really dealing with what's going on. Do you find Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that's the, the piece so many people, like the pharmaceutical industry are making so much money off keeping people unwell yes. um, yeah. instead of, you know, when we can permanently heal them. And, you know, I've seen it in, with my own clients and with clients of my um, like co-practitioners and, and other, like the transformations that we can, can create in a holistic approach 
are even greater than what medicine can bring. When we come back to ourselves and, and realize that the body is the barometer of the soul and that we have everything within us, like the body is always speaking to us mm. when we're creating dis-ease in our life. Like when, it, when something, you know, and I'm just going to go with, with traumatic experience, but unpleasant experiences as well. Uh, when these are encoded mentally within us and so that that memory is then stored in the hippocampus the body is is going to respond in its own way and when the body um is you know treated in a way that creates so much harm um the body is then going to prevent itself so i've seen it in sexual traumas when the 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 body experiences a, a sexual trauma the body's response is, and, and the way that the mind works is, how do I not experience this again? Right? Yeah. So the, the body will then create a response, which will create, like, and, I, and I've seen it firsthand, the body creating um, a response of discomfort in any sexual encounter going forward. So when we remove the, the memory of that sexual trauma, the body then allows that experience to happen as if it's brand new. So um, a lot of, I've seen ovarian cysts permanently like disappear overnight. I've had, I've treated um, endometriosis in six weeks, um, completely holistically. Um, it's yeah. The way that the body will respond and heal itself after uh, we've, like mentally down-regulated and depotentiated uh, what's going on mentally, so much gets to come from that space. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. And I remember yeah. when I was like deeply in my stuff, I, had, I was classified as depressed. I went to the doctor and they wanted to put me on drugs. And I was like, that was their instant. The very first thing that they said to me was, oh, we'll put you on some medication. Yeah. And I was like, no, like my body in, in that moment when that, person when the doctor said that my body just tensed up and it was like it was just a full body fuck no you know yeah. and I was just like no I'm, I refuse to do that and ended up going down the psychologist path which was you know amazing for me to have because I had that awareness already of my body but there's so many people out there that don't and just kind mm -hmm. of trust that medical industry and just go you know what yeah okay cool if that's what you think is best for me then let's do it and all it does is like cover up the actual problem it really doesn't fix anything Absolutely. And so many people, you know, are relying on, on that, but, uh, but they're not looking at what's really going on underneath it. You know, I was placed on antidepressants at their tender age of 16. Um, you know, and that's my parents yeah. just not knowing what uh, they, um, what to do. Um, yeah. You know, oh, we'll, we'll take you to the doctor. The doctor will know what to do. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was placed on, on antidepressants and I only ever did like one like packet of them. Just my body just knew there's something wrong. I now, um, my medical kit at home is a packet of Band-Aids. Um, <laughs> and essential oils. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, um, I truly don't have um, any, anything else in there. You know, even when it comes to essential oils, like I, I, I absolutely love them, um, but I, I don't have a lot. Um, it truly is, yeah, every, I think everything can be fixed with, you know, a higher dose of magnesium. Um, even myself, you know, the, the body, like it, it knows what to do. We've just got to learn to collaborate with the mind because there's, you know, and I'll, and I'll speak a little bit on the mind because I'm, I'm so passionate about it, but your mind does exactly what it thinks you want it to do. Yeah. So if we're sitting in pain and going, oh, like my job is hell, um, you know, I'm, I'm dying under the pressure. My body hurts so much, you know, um, I can't believe that that, that happened to me. Um, or like it, the body is just going to respond in the way that it thinks we, it wants us to. Uh, we're all hardwired to move towards pleasure and away from pain. Hence why, you know, it's <laughs> when we're drawn to food, like we like the same foods and foods as well. Like I've treated, um, you know, like medical conditions when it comes to allergies, uh, especially like, you know, phobias as well. Um, 
our mind like loves what's familiar. So mm-hmm. we're always going to go to what's familiar because, you know, fear, it could be, um, fear can lead to death. And so it's always going to tear us away from that. And your mind responds to the pictures and the words that you say. So, you know, if we're, if we're saying to ourselves, oh, like this is bad or this is good, the mind doesn't know the difference and it really doesn't care the difference. Um, it's just going to respond in a way that it's trying to keep our interests at bay. Validating what we're telling it, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, amazing. Um, so the havening, like you talked about how it's psychosensory and it's touch. So um, how does it work? Like what what actually goes on? Like is it just like tapping or is it stroking? Like how does the actual, what does the actual process look like? And is yeah. this things for different types of traumas like yeah well it's it it truly is um a touch therapy so we're using three main strokes when we're when we're in a session and that is one of the cheeks so stroking down the the cheeks the shoulders to the elbows and then the third one is the hands so you can really do this anywhere i have a lot of um like i work with children you know teaching them to do it in the classroom work with a lot of corporates as well so they can like use it just like stroking their legs while they're um, sitting behind a desk Mm. um you know just stroking one arm it's it truly is just so beautiful but ultimately what's happening and and we've got many different uh, ways that we use havening as a practitioner but the most popular is event havening and that is when we're um we're taking a an unpleasant traumatic experience and really just taking ourselves away from it so when we activate a memory again the mind doesn't know the difference between now yesterday 10 years ago as long as we can think it in the present moment it's being activated so if we've experienced a trauma we're we're not only experienced it the once every time you think about it the body is also having a reaction to that event mm. so we activate the memory and then we sort of just you know, see whereabouts it is, you know, sometimes people come to me and they're like, Oh, you know, I experienced this thing or I'm going through this breakup or, um, this has recently happened to me. And, you know, it's actually not that, that thing. 99% of the time, it's something that stems from childhood. Mm-hmm. But as a, you know, a care for my clients, we work with the presenting issue and then we dig a little bit deeper. And so we activate the memory that they've, they've come with and you know it's just this this long beautiful stroke which ultimately in the mind if you're familiar with the 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 mind at all but we've got this one section called in the brain called the amygdala Mm -hmm. and the amygdala sends off the fight flight freeze response and when that response is is activated so every time that we rethink about this memory there's little amper receptors on the amygdala that shoot up when we've been traumatized or experienced the unpleasant memory and that then becomes encoded trauma those amper receptors stay glued so they like stay up right um what then happens is Anytime that we're in a similar situation, we can be triggered, all right? So when we hear the word, oh, like that really triggered me, um, it's because the amber receptors are, are shot up. So phobia, anytime we see a dog, um, we're always on that high alert, fight, flight, freeze. So how heavening works is we activate the memory, we, add, we activate those amber receptors, and then we downregulate it. Right. With the long strokes, it's like when you hold a baby and you nurture a baby and you calm the baby down. Right. We're all encoded that this touch is calming, relaxing, and it's keeping us safe. Mm -hmm. So for the reason of not being able to feel scared and happy at the same time, we can't smile and frown at the same time. We also cannot be in a state of fight, flight and freeze and a state of safety at the same time. Yeah. So havening, um, not only does it create the change from the amygdala, it's also the brain state. So we've got the beautiful touch, but then we've also got the, the brain wave going from a very high intense gamma brain wave, which is the fight, flight, freeze brain wave, 
um, where trauma is encoded in that so very fast brainwave to them, the long strokes creates the delta state, which the delta is the slowest brainwave that we have. So again, we can't smile and frown, frown at the same time. We can't be in a state of gamma and a state of delta at the same time. So it, it permanently changes the encoded memory. People reflect back as if the whole memory's changed or it wasn't them or it never happened. Um, I have people that look under the chair and they're like, what did you do with it? <laughs> it's now gone. Um, essentially through the, like the think, like the, the thinking of the memory and creating the physical response, you're literally reprogramming with the touch to create mm-hmm. a response in the, in the body. Yeah. And yeah, like literally forget about it. Yep. Absolutely. Freaking amazing. And, 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 and that's just event havening where we can reflect back on an event as if it, it, it wasn't us or it didn't happen. Um, we also have outcome havening. So I use this a lot with sports athletes with uh, uni um, exams that people creating ultimately the outcome that they want. Um, we have uh, like manifesting on crack kind of thing. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have affirmational havening. So using affirmations, we have what if havening. So when people go, well, you know, it's all well and true that you say that I'm enough, but I can't believe it. So we start with, what if I could believe that I was enough? Mm. What if I could believe that I was enough? Right? What if I am enough? Mm. Yeah. Mm. What if I was starting to believe that I was enough? What if I am enough? And at the same time, you're stroking in some kind of way on some part of the body, yeah? Yes, yeah. So either the face, the arms, or the hands. Um, and they can do it. They, they can also um, act like do self-soothing. So I do these sessions over Skype um, with clients all over the world. So they can actually do the touch on themselves, um, which is, you know, just so powerful. And the other piece as well, when I mentioned the event havening, so I work content free a lot of the times. Um, clients come to me with, you know, if I've had a lot of clients come with all ranges of uh, memories from um, child abuse to uh, molestation to sexual trauma, from car accidents, from um, just all realms uh and the client doesn't have to tell me what their their memory is as long as they can go there and they can think about it which if you've been traumatized by something you can activate that with a click of a finger um so for my clients it's really empowering that you know unlike talk therapy where we talk about the situation that's happened and we we understand the situation that's happened but the situation still happened and we're still affected by it now i have to show up next week and talk about it again um that it and you know even though you're still talking about it i've had clients who have been in talk therapy for 32 years and after one session they don't return back um, and i have to say I um like even with my when I was seeing my psychologist, there was a lot of reliving the experience, like talking about it, and I was just like, I don't want to be talking about it anymore. Like I don't want to be reliving this anymore. The reason I'm here is to allow myself to move through it. So it was really quite frustrating at times in that situation, that experience. And I love like this is that too. It's all about you know, it's not necessarily about the talking, but then it's also tools that you you've got with you constantly like you can literally walk around and you can be healing yourself while you're walking down the street like i think that's really empowering well all of my girlfriends know as well that when they come to see me and they want to talk about their new um you know their boyfriend or their dramas or their boss or their partner um because we're now no longer running from lions and tigers but we're running from our bosses. We're running from ourselves. We're running from our own thoughts. We're, you know, yeah. the, the, the fight, flight and freeze is, is being created all around us by the news, by, um, you know, the, there's so much fear. We're all living in so much fear. So when we start to really become our own healers, um, like my friends know that they can't sit and talk to me about the drama in their life without behaving them because about three minutes in, they're like, okay, I don't like, it's all done now. Or they come to the conclusion. Yeah. 
but when we're in this like you know almost like anxious state um and we're only looking at all of the problems we're getting so we're so reactive in our thought we're so mm -hmm. reactive in oh like this thing is happening to me instead of being creative and going okay well why is this happening yeah and what what can i do about it not why is this happening to me yeah. And there's nothing that I can do. Actually, there's 10,000 things that you can do. But when you're only focused on the problems, all you're going to get is more problems. Yes, 100%. And I love that. Even just that little shift of why is this happening to me as opposed to why is this happening for me? You mm. know, shifting that um, mindset around it is so empowering in itself. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited about this. So you're going to be coming into the group and doing a session with the girls um, and focusing on like, I think we spoke about focusing on confidence and building confidence and releasing um, blocks around that. Mm -hmm. So like, is it, how does that work? Like for the creating um, the outcome havening, I'm assuming that that will be, it's like just yeah, like stepping into their new, new them. The, the piece around confidence is, you know, every baby is born with unlimited confidence. All the confidence in the world. No, no, yeah, no baby is born into this world and goes, don't look at me like I'm hideous. Like, I can't do it. No. Um, so for us, it's, it's going back to when, when you thought it wasn't okay to be you. Mm. When was one of the earliest memories? And like, we get there. Like it's universal, like, you know, it, it works through us for us. Like it gives us the answers. When we're ready, when we're committed to facing off with, with our past, when we're committed to really stepping into the future as like the purest version of ourselves, not because of, you know, what, who and what society says that we should be doing, but because we are in our own way and we know that enough's enough. And it's not for anybody else apart from ourselves. Yeah. We then create a ripple into our, into our families, into our communities, into the world, when we make a stance for ourselves to go, you know what, I actually, I am enough. And in fact, I've always been enough and I always will be enough. And like when we're stuck in the mud and we can't see the way out, like that's the best place to be. Yeah. Like yeah. being stuck in the shit is actually the, a friend of mine recently. He was like, yeah, I'm, you know, he's so far in it right now. Mm. And my response to him was, I'm so excited for you. Yes. I was just thinking this morning, like anytime someone kind of says to me, oh my God, there's like, I'm so in my shit or I've got so much going on. I'm freaking out. I've got this going on. I'm like, yes, amazing. I'm so excited mm. for you as well. And even if someone comes to me and says, oh, I'm, I'm, been broke just broken up or my partner's just broken up with me and I'm like yes amazing like yeah okay I understand it hurts but it's like exciting it's creating space you know for what is more of what is meant for you more of what is actually aligned for you it's so beautiful and I love it like anytime something kind of goes to shit in my life I'm just like yes okay amazing exciting I'm so excited about it because I know there's growth and there's expansion in that space you know mm -hmm. absolutely and the, mud, the mud's always going to come up Absolutely. It just gets thinner over time. Yeah. But so many okay. people are afraid of it. Hey, like that. Oh my gosh. Like I've had clients that are like, I'm too afraid to go into my pain because what if I can't get myself out? I'm like, honey, you are living your pain now. Like you are so in your pain now that mm. the only way to move through it is to actually allow yourself to go into it. But there's that real fear there of any kind of perceived negative emotion because it's like well that's bad I can't I don't want to be that I just want to be happy all the time I just want to have positive experiences all the time it's like well life is you know duality it's it's mm -hmm. and we've got to have the fear because fear is a really big motivator yeah definitely you know it's it's all every single emotion has a place God wouldn't give it to us without it and, you know I say God very openly um and then you know, we wouldn't be given the feelings if they weren't, if we weren't meant to have them. Yes. It's just getting clear that, you know, we're on the balance, like, right. It's all like a seesaw, right. Every emotion is like, okay, well, there's a healthy level of fear. There's a healthy level of, you know, confidence. There's a healthy level of sadness. There's a healthy level of, of guilt and grief and, um, pain and happiness and joy and 
there's healthy levels of all of them. It's when they get out of balance that, you know, cause we've got to have cortisol. We've got to have dopamine. Like we've got to have all of them that mm. when they become unbalanced, it's then like, okay, well, what can I do to bring myself back? What can I do? Not a pill, not, a, you know, anybody outside of me. What can I do? And when you get to that level and some of you got it, you, you got to ask for help to get there sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Right? There's, there's the modalities, there's the, there's the things that you can do um, and finding what works for you because there's not a one size fits all. There's not one pill that, that fits all, you know, they, they sell antidepressants and it is, they're like, yes, just come and take this pill and it will fix you. Yeah. Um, and you know, that it's a very dangerous trap to fall into. Um, but you know, sometimes we've, we've all just got to find the path that works for us. There is no guru. There is nobody that's had it figured out, but the best thing that you can do is acknowledge that you are somewhere and that you are moving somewhere else. Like an arrow has to be pulled back in order to launch mm. and nobody has to do it alone. And when we turn on our light, other people then see the light, yeah. right? Yeah. And then the light gets bigger, Yeah. right? Um, like myself, I'm like, I've helped thousands of people now and I still don't consider myself anybody that's got it figured out. No, somebody that is like, yes, look at me. Like, you know, I like, let me be your guru. No way. Right. But I am willing to turn on my light so other people can, can find theirs. Yeah. And I loved what you said about like the getting support thing too, is that I know that I wouldn't be where I am now had I not reached out and asked for help. And it's, I think it's imperative for anyone. Like I have a business coach, I have healers that I go and see different modalities, all of those things that support me in my journey. But I'm also yeah. taking radical responsibility for myself and doing the work outside of that, that creates my life experience. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's really fucking hard, you know, sometimes it's really dark and it's really painful. And like I said, there's so much beauty in that. I was speaking to a client today who she said she experienced, um, severe depression after a car accident and um she's afraid to go like she now she's like avoids that her sadness and anger and pain because she's afraid to go back to that and I'm like well can you actually look at that experience and see beauty and the gifts in that whole experience and what's come out of that as opposed to seeing that as such a negative and a bad thing mm -hmm. and you create space for yourself to be a human and be like well I experience it all, you know, and it's not, it doesn't have to be scary. It can actually be beautiful. Absolutely. Because mm -hmm. when we look inside that box, you know, and I, I've had people that haven't driven a car in eight years because of a car accident, like the impact that, that these things can have on us is just mm -hmm. huge. Um, but there's one point she hadn't driven a car more than um, three kilometers in eight years. Wow. And after our session, the following day, she drove to Byron Bay. So that's like a, an hour's drive. Um, you know, and, and when we, when we actually look inside the box and we take the tools of those before us, um, you know, it, it, and I was speaking to my, to my beautiful um, nan today. It's her birthday and she's an incredible woman. Oh, and she's my number one fan. And, um, and I was speaking to her and I said, you know, Nan, it was, it was growing up. Like I'd been told that like Jesus had put his hands on the ill and made them well. And I said, no, I always thought it was a crock of shit. And I said, until I realized that that's what I do. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's not them being like, Oh, like, you know, yes. Praise Jesus. I'm like, there is no difference between Jesus and myself. Mm. There's no difference between yourself and Jesus. We all have the ability and we're all just human beings having a human experience. Yes. And when we truly start to believe in ourselves, we truly start to come home to ourselves and we realize that there is nothing outside of us that magic gets to happen. Yes. And that realization that we are one, like you and I are one and I am one with, nature and I'm one with source and that's how powerful we are we have 
all of the tools that we need to create healing in our life and to create all that we desire to experience yet we're so shut off from it thanks to a lot of societal stuff and and that fear mongering and and you know some religions and all sorts of things when we really we just fear so much change um and you know the fear of being outcasted because if we're outcasted if we're different survival yeah and I, ha- I have an ebook on on change uh, and how to create change, but there really is only like four steps to to change. And I'll just like take a second, but it's it's we want to rewind. So earlier when you said about confidence, right, and how to how to create change when it comes to to our level of confidence that we have within ourselves, or our lovability, or our money mindset, or any of the areas, is it's we want to rewind back to the time before we changed our mind about that, mm. right? Money mindset. When I was a kid, I used to play with gum nuts and I, and, and I gave gum nuts the same value as I gave money. Yeah. yeah. Right? So yeah. at some point I changed and, and I created a relationship with something. So when was that point? When can I go back to that? When can I rewind back to it, right? When we rewind back to the event, we then want to give it and redefine that relationship. So we redefine the relationship that we have with ourselves. take out those core memory that we had because every memory like has a seed, right? Every relationship that, that we have, like everything is a seed and then we just build layers, right? Just like layers like an onion. So we can either go back layer by layer or we can go to the seed and pull out the source. Mm-hmm. Um, we then, after we've redefined it, we then want to rewire in new powerful thought beliefs about the situation, whether it be self-care or money mindset or, you know, self-love, whatever the story is. But the, the integration piece, which I'm so strong about, is reminding ourselves this over and over and over again. I have I am enough written everywhere. It's on my business cards, in my mirror, on my car, my yeah. phone screen. It's literally everywhere to remind myself over and over and over again that I am enough because it's better to say I am enough four hundred times a day than it is to say I'm wor- unworthy or yeah. worthless. And I find too, like I find that there's a lot of people out there that um expect to be able to do something once or twice and for things to change and it's like well you have to remember too like you've been doing what you've been doing for however many years since that belief was created you've been living that experience and that belief and that thought pattern for however many years so in order to make that shift or to create something different you can't just say it once or twice and expect it to be different right you've Mm -hmm. got to be consistent with it and i remember reading louise l hayes you can heal your life way back in the day my very first personal development book and she was so powerful like all about affirmation but the constant the consistent reminding of yourself around it so i used to have oh i still do i have stuff written everywhere that i am seeing i have notifications that go off on my phone that are full of affirmations and things that i'm choosing to now believe about myself mm-hmm. and everything absolutely mm. it, it truly is the key the constant reminding mm-hmm. definitely yeah. and and belief yeah well it creates the belief doesn't it yeah but when you say it like you truly mean it well it gives it more power and if you then add havening yeah. <laughs> yeah awesome and that's the thing like i love what you just said there about um saying it like you mean it. it's like the feeling into it peter kelly says something you know she says feel good first so it's creating the feeling. It's one thing to tell yourself something, but it's another to actually create the feeling that you want to attach to that. Or what would it feel like to actually believe that you are enough? How would that impact your life? What would you be feeling on a daily basis? And tapping into that while you're thinking about the affirmations or the rewiring and doing the havening or the touch, you know, it's like all of these beautiful little pieces of the, the puzzle that create this incredible change. Yeah. And it's so accessible to all of us. Like, Absolutely. And I invite, you know, the, the listeners, just place your hands on your shoulders and just stroke down, down to the elbows, like one stroke per second. And just within a few minutes, you'll find like the heart rate starts to slow. 
can come back into self, thoughts start to disappear. Seven minutes is ideal. Um, even like on my YouTube channel, there's affirmational havening sessions. On my website, there's havening sessions. Like you can go and there's so much like, you know, free content on there to experience what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and What's the benefit of like just watching the content as opposed to actually working with you one-on-one? Well, it just depends on how deep people want to go. Yeah, okay. Like how much change do you really want to create? Like I have people that get in contact that are like, oh, I watch your YouTube videos every single day. And I'm like, awesome. You know, like that's amazing. Like, but then you have the capability to take them deeper into the healing. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's, and I run group programs. I run retreats. It's, I'm available in any aspect that, that people are needing. And, you know, my, services are really um sort of designed for people to be one-on-one however because everybody's just so different what one person needs to the next is so different but in saying that we're all born the same with the same belief systems right Mm -hmm. and i and i often explain it like we're all born into this world like a brand new iphone right? Never been touched before, right? Mm. And then we start to download all of these apps, right? And then we're, we're, we're getting all these apps. And so it's like the age, like zero to seven. And then um, we, we've got all these apps. And then we decide, okay, yeah, I'm going to create some change. And we, we delete a whole bunch of apps off our phone, right? But then, you know, you go and you, you think, oh, it's time for an upgrade. I've, you know, I deleted all the stuff. I still don't have enough memory. I'm going to go and get a new iPhone. And then you get a new iPhone, you, you link it up to the cloud, right? Cloud being the subconscious mind. And then you, you open up the phone and you've got all these apps that you once deleted. Mm. You're like, where did this app come from? Right? I deleted that. Like, how's it still there? Right? That's like the subconscious programming. So what we actually do like with Havening is it's, it's like going in and like working with the cloud, right? We're not working with the conscious part of you, the part of you that, you know, is thinking. We're working with the part of you that is like creating the thought. Behind the scenes. Yeah. <clears throat> so I love that analogy, by the way. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's like, you know, how we, because the hippocampus is like our inner Google and it doesn't forget and it's got all of the things, every single memory, um, you know, and some of the memories are just highlighted, right? So, yeah, if we go in and just like pull out the highlighted ones, you know, subconscious is always going to give us when it feels comfortable. And, you know, I, I am an incredible healer um, and, and people feel incredibly safe in my company. Um, intuition, like God, source, universe, like works through me, for me, for my clients. So it's always, always what needs to come through, comes through. Uh, I truly believe when somebody feels safe in the presence of my company that, you know, real healing um, gets to take place. Yes, definitely. And I just, you know, everybody that comes to me, I just, I see them all the same, you know, they're like this beautiful diamond. And then I'm just sitting there like wiping away the dust and mm-hmm. havening is an art form. You know, it's, I have a lot of people that come, they're like, oh, wow, like I want to learn what it is that you do. And I'm like, amazing i can tell you you're in for one hell of a journey Um, (laughs) because for me it was such a personal journey getting to where i am now and i would love everybody to go on it um how was it who founded it or created the technique yeah so two doctors from new york um they're actually twins dr stephen and ronald rudin and then uh paul mckenna who is the uk's number one hypnotherapist he is uh, playing a really big part in it now. We've also got something like the, the world's most incredible um, like and renowned therapist from all the way from like Stephen Travers in Ireland to Louise and Dr. Michael Carmi in England. They were my trainers. Uh, John O'Ryan, who has won um, awards for like her documentaries. Uh, and in all areas from, you know, we've got haveners that, that practice in 
you know, sexual trauma from um, there was just recently in within the last few days, the, the Haven Havening Bertha, I think it's called. And she's, she's helping women in the, you know, the field of like um, midwifery. And, you know, that's not an area that I'm, I've ever gone down because I'm, I'm, you know, not on that journey personally yet, but I have helped women fall pregnant. I've helped women that are in their final stages of um, pregnancy uh, to to really encode and truly believe, you know, their their birth story. And it's just so powerful, you know. When we 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 start to learn to collaborate with our mind and work with the mind, we then get out of our own way, and yeah, things just become a lot easier. We step into a state of flow and grace instead of a state of what I call confidently anxious. So I love that. Amazing. Oh, this has just been so informative. Thank you so much. Like, like I had a a basic understanding, but just to have a chat with you about it and really get to a level. And that's why I knew you were perfect for Mm. part of the program. Like I just asked a question and your name came through and I, I knew what you did. Then I was like, okay, cool. I'm trusting this. And now I know why, like this just sounds incredible. And I'm really excited to have you joining us and, and be sharing your medicine with, the women who are taking part in the program, it's going to be magic. Yeah. And the thing, you know, I can talk on this for days. You clearly love what you do, which is amazing. Yeah. So special. Yeah. Um, so I do have three rapid fire questions for you to answer today, just to wrap things up. Mm-hmm. Was there anything else that you wanted to add before, add before I am, um, before we jump into that? Or do you feel complete? Just a reminder to the women, like that are listening, and, and to the men, like you've got it all within you, and just don't be afraid to to start believing in yourself, mm. um, because the true essence of yourself is that you know deep down that you are enough, and to 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 no longer be afraid. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Yes. Yes. All of it. All of the mess. All of the magic. Yeah. It's beautiful. All right. So, what three things are you most grateful for today, my love? Oh. Uh, today, I'm grateful for sisterhood and community uh, coming together. Mm. Uh, today, I'm grateful for just connect like conscious connection which you know again like falls into that sisterhood but really just the awareness that the journey is I'm now in a, in a place where it's no longer about me um mm. but about like all of us coming together and rising yes um I'm grateful for the men and the women that I serve and those who are who are listening and that are interested in knowing more and like just they're turning on even by listening to this podcast they're turning up their light just that little bit more Mm. um and i'm really grateful for like having the ability to like walk into a a store and purchase fresh food (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Even yeah. just like, thinking about that and, and like, we are so infinitely abundant in our lives. Oh, so yeah. yeah. Grateful for. Beautiful. All right. Um, book recommendation. What would you be, what book would you recommend to our listeners to just as like a must read? Oh God, just one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah make it easy for you (laughs) okay uh okay i've got three okay (laughs) Um, the first one would be conversations with god book one so good have you listened to the second one yeah yeah i've read that i've read the second um even the third um but book one is really where it's at awesome um then oh god there's so many um the Celestine Prophecy is incredible. Um, I also really want to mention uh, the the power of your subconscious mind, uh, Joseph Murphy. 
the one that I'm currently reading and, and, and dropping into is Simple, Soulful, Sacred. Her name is Megan Dallas. I want to like confirm that. Um, we're going to have her come and speak at a Gold Coast event very soon. Um, but just bringing practicality to um, living in this uh, like state, like where we are right now, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of the other books that I mentioned have been written like in the past and they are incredible and there's so much value in that. Mm -hmm. But her book is like the latest one on the shelf. Go and get it. Um, what was it called again? Can you repeat the name? Simple, Soulful, Sacred. Simple, Soulful, Sacred. Yeah. Simple. It's a, a, a practical guide to living um, in the modern day. Oh, beautiful. Cool. Amazing. Um, and last one, your favorite quote that you want to leave the listeners with? Oh, the one that instantly comes through and it's been a favorite for a while is that just knowing that some of the best of best days of our life haven't even happened yet. Yes. I love that. Who yeah. said that? I have no idea. Yeah. Um, and my, and, and, <laughs> there's so much yeah. um and thank you more please thank you more please yes thank you more please that's my new fa one of my new favorites actually i'm saying it constantly at the moment thank you yeah thank you more please yeah, yeah. we can often block ourselves with oh my gosh i don't need any more or the greed thing or the you know who am i to ask for more it's like you know what no thank you more please thank you more please that's it yeah Amazing. Amazing. So can you just share with the listeners too, just um, quickly where they can find you, how they can connect with you on your socials, website, etc. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, social media, Instagram is at L Louise McBride. Uh, Facebook is again, L Louise McBride. Uh, and my website is www.thehavenedkind.com.au. So that's H A V E N E D kind com.au yeah beautiful awesome well, thank you so so much for joining me today gorgeous woman it's been really beautiful and really inspiring to hear you talk about something that you're clearly so passionate about and i know that the listeners will have gotten so much out of this so thank you thank you thank you so much no worries at all and again like i said there's so much on my youtube i'm a teacher on the insight timer um, yeah, I'm sort of, you know, a little bit everywhere. So if they want to reach out, if they've got any questions, just get them to shoot an email. Awesome. And I will also add all those links and, and all that information in the show notes too. So make sure you check those out. Wow. Beautiful. Thanks for chatting. Ditto. I'll talk to you soon. Will do. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Thanks for listening, Goddess. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if so, please feel free to leave me a comment or review. Also, for more love vibes and daily inspiration, come and join me on Instagram at Nikki Syme. I'm sending you so much love and I will talk to you soon.